Well, we just released an episode yesterday titled, Will the Crypto Winter Ever End? So, uh, funny story, while many of you were listening to that show, Bitcoin and the crypto markets suddenly and unexpectedly came to life on April Fool's Day. <laughs> In fact, at one point, Bitcoin passed $5,000 on one exchange. As of this recording, it's currently sitting at around $4,700. So, does this mean the thaw is happening? Are we entering the crypto spring, or is this just some whales toying with our emotions? Today, we'll give you some amateur analysis on a special We've Got Tinglies in Our Jinglies episode of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, Who's bad? Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show where we have tinglies in our jinglies. You know, I've never heard of a jingly. I thought they were jumblies. Isn't that like a Austin Powers? That's some of my jumblies. <laughs> yeah, but then you'd have to have tumblies in your jumblies. I don't, <laughs> but I'm, I got tinglies instead. It was a good alliteration. Last night, I messaged you, as we so frequently do, and I said, dude. And then I repeated it, dude, and then all caps, dude. And then with an extended U, dude. And you responded back to me, and I and I told you go look at uh, Coin Market Cap. And you know what was so interesting? Like I had literally just looked at Coin Market Cap, like maybe ten minutes before, because I was checking on. I was noticing that Digitex, one of the companies that we're an advisor for, like their coin over the last week has gone from like five cents to eleven cents or something, or seven cents to eleven cents. And I was like, oh, Joel must be duding me because the Digitex just passed 10 cents. Now it's at 11 cents. Nope. Bitcoin at that time had just popped through 4,300. And then next thing you know, then we were, we were both watching it like hawks. And then I saw at one point, well, at least according to Blockfolio, that it hit $5,105, $5,105 just briefly. And then it kicked back down under 5000 Hung at 49, then went down about 47 again. And here we are right now. It looks like at right about, what, $4,700? Yeah, $4,718, a quick uh, roundup of the top 10. Ethereum, 156 XRP, $0.34. Cents. Litecoin passing the $70 mark. EOS, 473 up 13%. Bcash, the biggest gainer, up 25% at $210. Binance Coin, 19 bucks. Stellar, $0.11.7. Cents. Cardano, $0.08. Cents. And Tether, $1.01. Holding tight. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, it takes you down all the way down to number 19, Tezos, before you find somebody who's lost a little bit of money in the last 24 hours. That's the only, well, there's another one, I guess. Oh, USD coin, that doesn't really count. That's a stable coin. Lots of green. Cruising through, there's TrueSD, another stable coin. Uh, yeah, pretty much the only one in the top 50 <laughs> that is not green is Tezos. Yeah, and even that's just 2%. It's sitting at uh, just under a buck right now. So what in the world is going on here. This came out of the blue. The crypto market cap is 163 billion. So that came up from what about a week ago was 135 billion? 163 billion. That's really nice. Now, you know, we've had some conversations with uh with with Trader Cobb. So anytime you hear a Trader Cobb video uh, or a podcast with us, check that one out. He's got insights into why these things are doing certain things and and so he said 
that what he was noticing is that, you know, there's becoming higher highs. You know, Bitcoin got down to 30 something hundred, 30. I don't even remember the low that it got to. Did it, even, did it go down to the 20, the 29s? I don't know if it did, but it, we, we kept getting these higher highs, higher highs. And he's like, man, we get another higher high. And if we bust through 4,300, that's going to be a really good sign because that is the main resistance wall. And then what happened was it just popped right through that and just ran. And then as soon, so that's a sign. Once it popped through 4,300, more and more people were like, okay, put their money in because now it's going to go. And so that's why once it pops through those resistance points, you have this human emotion thing that comes in and they see, oh, it just popped through the major resistance. Then they start putting fuel on it. And it looks to me, well, CoinMarketCap says $63 billion worth of trading in the last 24 hours. So a lot of money got poured into the market last night based on based on that data. Resistance is futile. Let's take a look at what some of the crypto news world is saying. The, and, and by the way, at the end of this episode, we have a special surprise for you. And uh, you guys aren't going to want to miss that. Coindesk has an article here saying that Bitcoin's price rises above the major moving averages for the first time since 2018. They The people who track the uh, moving averages and, and financial analysis look at price and trading volume over a specified period of time. And there's a 50, 100, and a 200-day moving average. Um, and what they've seen here is in the 200-day moving average, this is the dividing line between a strong market and a weak one. Bitcoin has moved above all three of these moving averages for the first time since January 13th of 2018. That is a very key indicator for those who are trading. Popping above the 200-day moving average could signal the end of this of the of the of the crypto winter, which is nice because we're in April and it's spring, it's nice outside. So I'm I've been ready for the crypto spring. And maybe this was a good sign of the crypto spring. Yeah, to me, actually, seeing that. So if you go back and look at the look at the statistics and look at the charts from late 2017, where you saw where Bitcoin actually popped up above that 200-day moving average for the first time, it stayed up there for a long time. Now, will it stay up there this time for a long time? We don't know. But that was. An, it looks like the next we got now since we got that. 5,100 or 5,000, we need to pop through that. And then the next one looks like it's about 6,500 where the next uh, the next resistance line is. So if we can get past five grand and then past 6,500, then it looks like we're going to start cruising up and moving up uh, like we've done in the past. But man, you know, that's what happened back in, back in 2017, Joel. Like we would have those days where Bitcoin just popped up like, like, when it hit five grand, then the next thing you know, it was 7,000. Then the next thing you know, it was nine, then 10. And then once it hit 10, then it was like 13. And then it was like, you know, so it was like big spikes. So these spikes happen and then they just keep growing like pop, 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 pop. Mm -hmm. So that's what we've seen in the past. And that was nice to see a thousand, thousand dollar pop in one day. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, let's look at everything that's happening right now. We know that more ETFs are coming up for approval in front of the SEC. And eventually, one of these is going to get approved, right? Because they're going back to the drawing board. They're figuring this out. Eventually, the news is going to come out that um, that one or more of them are going to get approved. We've got the halvening happening in May 2020. And as we've discussed on previous episodes, typically a year before the halvening, 
uh, we start to see a move towards into a, a significant bull run. Well, we're just one month out from that one year mark. We know for a fact from all the people that we talk to in the space that major big financial institutions have all this money sitting on the sidelines and they're waiting for the right time to uh, to move that money into the market. And we you know, we know that blockchain is moving forward. Uh, now there was a lot of people Travis that were saying that the bottom could be as low as 2300 or so. And I think, you know, we got the feeling here over the past few weeks that 4,000, you know, was really, you know, the, the 3,800 to 4,000 was really the bottom, that it seemed like we finally went, boom, there we are. The bleeding is over. Now, is it possible that there's another huge sell-off again? And we, this is a, a false, um, you know, that this is a, a bull trap, that uh, there's some whales that are messing with it. There's this story here on News BTC that says that the prices explode with absolutely zero fundamentals, which could be a sign that maybe somebody's playing around here. Well, I don't know, Mr. Joel Com, or I, I don't believe that I'm a financial advisor. Neither are you. However, you know, they say that there's no zero fundamentals. Well, the fundamental is, is that it has been flirting with 4,200. It had been flirting with it. I mean, this past week, it's been, it's been over 4,000 for like almost two weeks, I guess. And so it's been, and if you look at the trends, if you look at the chart, it has been higher highs, higher highs, higher highs over time. And so that's good. And so once it popped through 4,300, that's, that's the, um, that's the fundamental. And then, oh, by the way, it just passed, you know, the, it, it, it had recently passed the 50-day moving average and the other moving average, and now it's past the 200-day moving average. So, you know, and $60 billion worth of trading volume in one day. You know, I put the fun in fundamental. That's really good. True. This article mentions a gentleman named Mark Dow. He's a former IMF economist. He made a lot of money shorting Bitcoin last year after it hit uh, the ridiculous highs in the fourth quarter of 2017. He made $20 million shorting, and he is now recommending long, saying Bitcoin is buyable at the current valuation. He has exited his shorts, and he's done and doesn't see trying to ride this slide to zero he doesn't want to try to squeeze more out of the lemon <laughs> that's what he's saying but the the wow. fact that this guy made a lot of money shorting and now he's out as a short is definitely a sign he knew enough to short it at twenty thousand. right you know a lot of people did because I mean, I it was a not. huge spike i would say when we see that next time we see a big spike i'm gonna know to do that <laughs> well i think you know just my personal trading strategy is and has been ever since that happened is when you see a little bump um peel off a little cash put a little bit of money in the bank you don't you know the the old saying i think is that um hogs get fat and pigs get slaughtered or something like that. And uh, there's a lot of people that got slaughtered because they saw, hey, we're on a ride here, we're on a high, and it's just going to keep going to the moon. And everybody's going to be rich. And markets never work like that. What goes up must come down. Even though we wanted it to keep going up. I mean, I, I really thought when we saw that big bull run last time that we were going to hit a trillion dollars. It hit a trillion dollar market cap, and then that was going to be the signal and it started dropping down. Well, it got to $840 billion and then it tanked. And what was so crazy about that, we've talked about it before, 
is that crypto goes up really fast and the crypto can fall down really fast as well. And, you know, I was on that crypto cruise in Asia on the day that the market was at its highest. And then the next, then the bottom just fell out. And so from January 7th of 2018, the market was $840 billion. February 6th, one month later, it was at $259 billion. So like the bottom fell out of it. And then it bought back up to about $500 billion, And then it popped, then it just went back down, made it all the way down to almost $100 billion, right? So that's a lot of loss. I mean, if you didn't pull some out well, then, then you were hurting. Luckily, I have pulled some out at different times because, you know, crypto is pretty much our, our income at this point, at least some of it. And uh, so when, when crypto goes up, you got to take a little bit because there's bills to pay. Here's the so, one. This is what's really interesting to me, Travis, is when we look at the top 10, the Binance coin, BNB, um, it hit a high during the crypto spike of 2017 of $24. It has recovered back to $19 right now. There is no coin that has recovered more, you know, in the, in the top you know, 10 at least, that has recovered more than the Binance coin. This thing is explosive. It's currently in the number seven position, knocking on Bitcoin Cash's door. You know, it's a, a billion dollars in market cap behind it right now. But uh, I, that's a juggernaut, you know, uh, CZ in, in his exchange. Well, it's the one that has the most functionality, Joel. I mean, look at all the other cryptos out there that, that talk about being a token, that talk about being utility, I mean, Binance is the token that's used to cut your transaction fees on the largest crypto exchange with the most volume, the most trades, right? And so, of course, that one's going up. It makes sense for me. Yeah, I just have a few. I have I maybe 10 or so. It's nothing. Yeah, I don't have a bunch. I have like 20 because I, you know, I use them inside the, the thing and I have some BNB. I've been to some Airbnbs. We're going to be staying in an Airbnb here in the next couple of days. Well, uh, we've got some other links in the show notes for you that you guys can check out at badco.in forward slash bonus one is uh, what we're going to call this because uh, there might be a bonus too at some point. We used to call them a special, but now yeah. they're a bonus. Yeah, it can still be a special. It doesn't matter. Um, it's a new year. It's a new bull run, maybe. But yeah, highest price in four months. I thought this was the best news that we've seen in the crypto world in probably six months, maybe longer. And I said, Mr. Joe Kahn, we better do, we better bust out a quick one because the people want to hear the news of what's going on right now. So we've compiled some of the best articles around it and give you some idea. And then we'll also link to Trader Cobb's uh, uh, YouTube where he's talking about the, some of the fundamentals. And uh, there you go. We love you guys. Want to keep you guys up to, up to date with the latest information. And a lot of times we're doing these interviews that happen a couple, maybe a week or two in advance. And we wanted to give you out some fresh, fresh today. Right. So if you hear something in an interview that's coming up, that Bitcoin is at thirty eight hundred dollars, then, you know, you always got to look at things in, in uh, through the lens of sometimes these interviews are recorded in advance because we hit the road as uh, we're getting ready to here shortly with Paris Blockchain Week just around the corner. And uh, in the spirit of hoping that the thaw really is here and that the crypto spring is happening, we have a special gift for you guys. Yeah. You know, we're not financial advisors, but, you know, what a lot of people did once Bitcoin passed 4,300, they started buying and then they mm -hmm. buy and buy and buy and then it went up to $5,100. And now, you know, now it's at $4,700 and people are buying and it's, it's interesting, isn't it, Mr. Joe Kong? 
It is. And during the height of uh, the ridiculousness of the the rise of bad crypto, Travis and I got creative and we put together a little parody song called Bye 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 based on the NSYNC song Bye Bye Bye. Of course, different buys, B-Y-E or B-U-Y. And uh, you might want to. Most of you guys have probably never heard this thing. Uh, yeah, and, th- and that might be good um, because after you hear it, you might wish you never had. But we're going to end the show with it just the same. So until next time, stay bad and bye bye bye. Hey, hey. Bye bye bye. Bye bye bye. Uh oh. Heard about Bitcoin tonight I'm not sure if I got it right Should I buy? Well, I just might Hey, Coinbase, come on I want to make money Maybe this could be for me I guess we'll just have to see Hope I can make some I heard it on the bad crypto I don't think they lied I want to see some profits or should I buy, buy, buy? Don't want to be left out no more because I'm really tired of being poor. It sounds risky, but I've got to try Bitcoin, buy, buy, buy. Learning crypto's kind of tough, but the U.S. dollar's really had enough. My wife may leave me and I just might cry, but I'll buy, buy, buy. I think this work needs proof The open ledger shows the truth Show me some consensus Well, blockchain, come on Now I can look and see With a little transaction fee The coin is finally in my wallet I got some I hope it goes up more and more Way up to the sky I'm counting up the crypto score. Time to buy, buy, buy. Bitcoin and Ethereum. It's my new addiction and I'm having fun. I'm obsessed with this and I am not shy. I like to buy, buy, buy. Maybe I'll get Litecoin too. It's a great investment. I sure hope it's true. I can't stop now because I've got to try. I want to buy, buy, buy. I'm up all night, I'm in too deep I think crypto is the reason that I just can't sleep Always selling high and buying low You gotta buy the dip when you're in crypto Holy cow, the market's down Where's my money gone? I might just lose my mind Anyway, in time the market will be back Hooray! I'll be patient, but I'll just might sigh, baby, bye, bye, bye. But look, the price is going down. I really do not like it. It just makes me frown. But with a great big sigh, going to bye, 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 bye. Now the market's bouncing back. I just made a great big stack. I'm so happy. It's an all-time high. Love to bye, bye, bye. <laughs> That was truly bad. Who's bad? 
The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.